Jacaranda FM, Chris Forrest, my in-studio guest. We've had some, you know, sitting here in this fishbowl. You know, when people walk past, I do this, look, <laughs> like a goldfish. But we've had some interesting characters walking we, past. We have. Are these we've, people drunk or? I, um, I hope so, because <laughs> if they're like that normally, then you... We need security. <laughs> <laughs> but not enough ladies flashing us. Yeah, here we go. Let's have a look. Go on. Uh, <laughs> That's a no. That's a no. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, boring show. Okay, now um, <clears throat> let's talk about the first time you had to do a commercial. Were you nervous? What was it? Do you still remember the, the TV commercial? The first you... commercial I ever did, I wasn't nervous at all. I was eight years old. Um, it was the Nestle cheese spread. And um, I I was part of a, a big cast of children. And uh, it took two days to shoot. And uh, that's, I don't remember too much about it, to tell you the truth. Were you um, sort of, is your fo- how long are you on there, for two seconds? Or Literally. I like, oh, really say so Like one of those of where… kids like, yeah! Have you yeah. still got that on tape somewhere on VHS? I'm sure it's, it's on a VHS somewhere. <laughs> it was like one of those where you have to sit by the video recorder yeah. every time an advert comes on. Yeah. And then you try and push record and it takes like four seconds to record, <laughs> to start recording. And then by that stage, your part's gone. What do you think is the best? I mean, wherever you go, on, especially online, uh, on YouTube, every time I switch on, one of your ads come on and I have to hit skip, but they're so good. I don't actually <laughs> skip your ads that you do. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a couple on now that I'm not sure if I can even mention. Yeah, on, go for it. Because it it's for the Lumia phone yeah. for Microsoft. Was that scripted by you? Did you script that? Or they obviously gave you sort of the, the things to w- say. On. The one where we're all in our own boxes. That wasn't, they, that was kind of, they would ask questions and we'd answer them. The other one was scripted. Mm. The one where I'm sitting at a desk and then going from there. Yeah, so uh, don't skip the ad because. Yes, watch it. The w- end watch, is the best part. The end, there is a, there's a <laughs> twist at the end that will blow your mind. <laughs> so don't skip. Yes. You know, people are going to start hating you as well because it comes up every time you want to watch something. There's a way of jumping, but it's in your face. I'm going, Chris. I'm actually talking to you now. Every time I want to look at something, <laughs> you, you are there. Click skip. Are, but uh, yes, it's, I, I actually wonder if you had to go to Hammerhead, if it would be that first. Mm. Have you seen Hammerhead TV? As a, as a project I do with three other guys. And we just make sketch comedy for YouTube, just for fun. Cause we Hammerhead. Enjoy it. Okay, Hammerhead TV. Um, your career so far, I mean, what are you going to do? I'm a master chef is part of that. Uh, I mean, that as you said, recorded a while back, but stand-up comedy, I mean, you hear, I see, you're doing a massive show coming, you're going to Durban for a, a couple of weeks, and going, then Going back to in Durban Joburg. for a couple of weeks, and then doing it in Joburg for a couple of weeks. It's a, it's a, it's a one-man show called Who's Your Daddy? Who's Your Daddy? Who's Your Daddy? It's about uh, my journey to becoming a father. And uh, is it funny? It's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Do you show us how to change nappies on stage? Not at all. No, it's it's kind of, it's just like, because the thing is, is everyone talks about childbirth and, and everyone like, oh, it's so wonderful. And it's such a, it's not a wonderful, it's not a blessing. It's mm. it's hectic. It's a tough thing. And so it's like kind of a, it's it's all based on truth, put it that way. And uh, it's a, like no holds barred, almost survival guide, kind of this is what really happens and this is what you must do type thing. I've got an idea. Um, you must take one of the nappies, a fresh nappy. <laughs> a fresh before. Yeah, no, leave it there behind your, you know, behind the chair or whatever. And then at the end of the show, just chuck it into the crowd, I think. Ma- the maybe. real thing. 
Can you imagine? Wow. <laughs> how do you, when you walk out on that stage, you, you, how do you actually remember all your jokes? Because that's the most difficult thing. I, I can never hit the punchline. That's why my radio shows are so bad, because I'll tell the joke, and then I forget the punchline. How the hell do you remember the punchline? I mean, I think it's just sort of a, a thing, especially with, with a lot of the jokes. You're doing it kind of five times a week, mm. and you're doing it over and over and over. And then, like, like especially when you think of a joke, I try and think of, of different ways to tell it and which will be the best way. And I'll try it out a few different ways before I get it right. And then you change it, and then you do it again. But you just kind of remember it. And then you've done it so many times that it's, mm. it's there. It must have happened to you. No punchline. Uh, what do you do? Uh, or you you totally blackout. What's going on? Blank space. It f- and it feels like forever. But then it's. How do you do? You just carry on, or do, without the people even noticing? Or? Most times. Okay. Because, like I said, it feels like forever to you when you're on stage, yeah. and then it's actually only like about mm. five seconds. But you're like, oh, what am I going to do? And then, like normally, I'll just default to something else. Okay. But you get, I go into autopilot quite. If you go on stage and you tell your first, the most important thing for a comedian, in my opinion. The way you walk on, you don't. I mean, for, I mean, you look at uh, Eddie Eckstein. He just walked in that. He, you laugh at him already just because yeah. of what he looks like. And, and then the cousin, the cu- oh you know? Barry, he just has to. He goes my cousin, yeah, and, and then he's everyone, got. Ah, the, ah, we love you, Barry. So, have you got something like that? That uh, you know, when you walk on, uh, everybody now knows that it's you, and you can get away with it. And- I used to. I used to do sort of a, a persona on stage, a very dry, deadpan persona, and then I'd go, "Thanks, very excited to be here tonight." But uh, I, I don't really do that anymore. So I I kind of do whatever. But you have to. You're very right. You have to. Your your first joke and your second joke. Not your second joke. Your first joke and your last joke. Yeah. Have to be. Your last one must be your best one, and your first one must be your second best one. And do you also find if you rip poli- everybody's doing it, ripping politicians of or current affairs? Because I mean, what happened this week? You go on stage. You're already like thinking of, of jokes and stuff like that. And that's important. How to keep it current. Only the very mainstream stuff, because I find a lot of South Africans don't uh, don't read enough. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to sit on my pedestal and judge you, because um, you, if if I I went through a phase where I was reading the paper every day, and then you kind of make jokes about things that are happening and politicians, and a lot of people will sit there staring at you, going, "I don't know what you're talking about." So you, it has to be very. Very in the public eye, otherwise it's not worth it. So that joke you told earlier on uh, at the beginning of the show about that party in Bloemfontein, ah, you can still get away with that today and people will laugh and whatever. I mean, oh, you mean <laughs> Mr. Malema? Yeah. Oh, of course. It still works. I mean, those, it's a I don't. I haven't told that one since, since that recording, which was in 2008. And, and we, we were sitting I've got laughing. different ones about him now. <laughs> but uh, no, because it's, it's actually strange enough, Julius Malema, believe it or not, has become much more of a serious character now, now mm. that he's formed his own party, which is named after his metric results. Mm. He, um, it's, it's like he, he, people saw him as a bit of a clown back in those days, but now he's like an actual entity with, with possibilities of, <laughs> of some sort of real. It's potential there. Potential, <laughs> yeah, yes. To run the country. So I think people have stopped <laughs> laughing and going, whoa, this guy's guy actually serious. A, a thing. Mm. What do you think of the debacle the other day? Which one? Exactly. The big one, Parliament. The, 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 oh, when, there's mean, nobody left. When uh, the everybody opening, walked out. Yeah, oh, lovely. I, I, it was, I mean, it might have well have been scripted. It was everybody knew what was going to happen. It, like, it, I, don't, I don't think anyone was surprised. Well, I wasn't surprised. Like, the DA showed up getting ready to walk out. Mm. The EFF showed up getting ready to be thrown out. 
And she was like, I mean, can you imagine? Jacob Zoom wasn't even shell shocked. He's like, mm. all right, that was all co- correct to plan. Let's carry on with the, the speech now that nobody's listening to or cares about anymore. Anyway, what do you think of Nkandla? Are you, have you ever done stand up comedy there? Are you at Nkandla? Has he booked you? No, he hasn't booked me. They've got lots of rooms there. I mean, you can do one room every night. <laughs> you can't. You, I, I, I want to play the fire pool. Um, I, we're getting very political here. I, uh, I think Nkandla's a, a massive problem and indictment, but I, I also sort of get the feeling it's a, it's a, a big white elephant that's being used to hide worse scandals. Mm. But that would just be my opinion. Okay. Okay, let's play a game quickly. Let's play Hello a game. Hello, everybody. We know them. Do you? Yeah, those famous people. Don't ah. you know those people? They'll play your, your CD when you bring it in. Ah, wonderful. Yeah, it is the big boss at Jacaranda. He compiles the music and stuff. Ah, have you heard of Cooler Box? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I want to play it on my show tomorrow, Henny. <laughs> okay. I, I should have brought you a CD. Yeah, I okay. still have a box full. I'm go- oh, I saw some of them at the uh, bargain bin. Uh, we were at the CNA. They, they didn't even make CNA. They didn't make the bargain bin. Um, CNA please. listened to it and said, this is disgusting. You know, I couldn't even sell it at the second hand record shop. But uh, they, have you ever thought of releasing that on vinyl? Because vinyl is making a comeback. I, I'm as, I need to think about re-releasing it. Because when I released it, it was before uh, Jack Parrow and mm. uh, the Antwerp were, were big. You set the trend. You said there was a whole new revolution well, they, happening. They had something that Coolerbox never had. What was that? Um, talent. <laughs> uh, but it was, uh, it was before all of that. And people were like shocked. And they're like, what the hell? This is... Um, but it got it did very well on on youtube strange enough we want another one is that a deal soon uh, okay well maybe release what i know you're so busy but maybe once a month release something there, there was talk although we're going back like four or five years now that uh that i was going to do a collaboration with jack parrow because he actually heard cooler box and he mm. liked it believe it or not you have to do it the two I of think you together in important. one studio oi uh, the chef versus the rapper. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's a chef. <laughs> Always find out. I want him on the next celeb. Master, Master chef. chef. He'll be kind of cool. But actually, there. I was surprised with some of the, the, the celebs they didn't choose. Mm. Like, would, would you believe Colin Moss is actually a fantastic cook? Um, um, so, so is Mel Siebergen. Uh, do you know Mel? Yes. He actually he lived with me for a while. He cooks brilliantly. Yeah, maybe there'll be a, a, a comedy Master chef, that'll be kind of cool. it's comedians. Yeah, it's, it's good television. People love it. How do you feel about that now? Um, walking in the streets because now you know. Maybe they don't know Chris Forrest as a comedian, or they've you know. And all of a sudden, you're sitting in a restaurant or whatever. Do they come up to you and say, "Hey, that risotto you made the other night was brilliant"? The, the risotto was the first decent dish I made on the show. So, <laughs> so I, I get a lot of weird ones like. Like I was having a, a, you know, one of those arguments you have on Facebook, those like in somebody's comment section. And one of the things the guy said, he was like, I like your comedy, but I don't agree with your logic and you can't cook. <laughs> That's a good joke. Brilliant. Yeah, well. Okay, let's play a game. Uh, let's play a song first. Play a song first. Okay. And then we'll talk about this song. Very interesting. Jacaranda FM, Electric Six Gay Bar. Chris Forrest, my in-studio guest, one of your all-time favorite songs. And you said it was a challenge to see if Barney was going to play that song. Yes, I didn't know if that was Jacaranda friendly. It is. 
I I really I I first heard that song on uh, I used to just sit back in the day and watch MTV when MTV still played music. Like like Beavers and Butthead style, me and my brother used to just sit and watch MTV for hours at a time. And that was one of the big hits then. And the way they dressed up, and the, it's a great video to go yes. with that as well. But uh, talking about MTV, I mean, what is going on there now? I think uh, it's not MTV anymore. It's, it's TV it's, now. I what haven't is it? actually Lousy. watched it in ages because I don't even do music videos. It's like mm. these crap reality TV shows. MTV doesn't play music and the History Channel doesn't show history. Yeah. I, I don't get it. What uh, is your next step now, your, your career? I mean, you, your comedy's going. Uh, more movies? Are you working on a new, Are you busy shooting a new movie? Or? I've actually had a couple of people get hold of me saying that... that Barney and Friends. Barney Simon.